Welcome to Las Vegas EDM Podcast. I am the co-host, Christopher Tapia, and I am here with... Hey guys, uh, Joey, Church of Bass, uh, DJ Black Noise. Nice. And tell us a little bit about Church of Bass, because I'm new to this town, of course, and uh, um, I'm just kind of curious, what is Church of Bass? Uh, so we host uh, EDM events here in town. I've uh, been doing it for about four years now. Um, we're mainly focused on doing like free events because we really want to give back to the people, you know, rather than charge everybody an arm and a leg to come have a good time, you know, like screw all that. Yeah. Um, and we also really focus on getting all the DJs on that we can. So like if it's your hundredth show, if it's your first show, like we want you to play for our crowd. Because you never know, like, who's the next excision? He could be in his bedroom right now practicing. You don't know. Um, so we we strive really hard to put everybody on. And because of that, we've got a waiting list of, like, 300 people. Nice. And that's actually what's drove us to do more and more shows. It's just because we want to get more people on. Because it's just, it's almost not fair, you know? Like, I look at all these DJs in town, and they're always hitting me up. Like, please, let me play, let me play. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I... I only do so many shows a month, you know? Like, yeah. That's so. how you know that you've got something really good going on because, you know, the amount of people that are hitting you up and trying to reach out and, you know, kind of like really trying their hardest to like, yo, I just really want to play one of your shows and stuff. So it sounds like it's it's like a good outcome. Right. Overall, right? Right. Yeah, and so. I think it's been great. I mean, uh, me personally, like I, when I go to events... I don't want to go to the same thing every weekend, you know, like no offense to the clubs in town, but like, it's weird that they do the same thing every week, every week. And the same people go every week. It's like, how, how many times can you go to the same thing and spend the money on the same thing and do the same thing over and over? So where I'm going with this is that my goal has been new venues, new, interesting, unique venues. And, uh, I've, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've been pretty good at it. Like I I am good at working with new venues and selling myself and selling the experience that we offer to them and say like, Hey man, just give me a chance. Like, let me show you what we can do. And we've done so many new spots that nobody else has done. And like, I love that. I love that so much because it's fun. Like, Nice. And so how do, I guess, DJs, like, reach out? Do they, do they just, like, directly DM you or something along those lines? Or is there, like, a like a forum that they, they sign up on? I, I get a ton of DMs, and I have to tell them all the same thing. Just go in our bio and our Instagram, fill out the application, and you'll be on the waiting list. And you will play for us. Not today, but you will play for us. Right. Uh, as soon as we can. So mm-hmm. that's the best way. Do you guys ever, like throw headliner shows like you have like a big headliner or something like that so what's funny is we've we've grown all organically from local talent Uh, we've never really per se had a headliner show like i've never gone out and sought after a headliner to put them on a show Mm -hmm. um but we have been involved in other headliner events like just last week um daylight beach club here at mandalay bay invited us to be a part of their show with Troy Boy. Nice. Um, so we got to be a part of that. I got to put a couple local DJs on before him. 
they gave us a table and bottles and yada yada. It was it was a ton of fun. Nice. Um, so we're we are moving in that direction. Uh, Area fifteen. We've been with them for a few years now. If you've never been there, check it out. It's so much fun. Such a like unique, tailored to ravers experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a really good relationship with them going to the point where they're going to start uh, putting us on headliner shows as well. Right. So I'm excited for that. So we are moving in that direction. That's kind of cool. So, like, pretty much you've built, like, this local empire in a sense to the point where these heads are coming to you and pretty much saying, hey, we see that you're doing some really good stuff out there and stuff, you know, business business deal. Let's um, have your guys' crew come out here and um, support, essentially, Troy Boy or something along those lines. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's kind of neat. That's awesome. So, what would you describe the music of church of bass would be like, is there a genre specific or is it? Uh, not really. I mean, we'll, like I said, we put everybody on mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't care what you play. You could play top 40. You could play country. I don't give a shit. Obviously nice. that hasn't happened, but at the same time, if you really wanted to, it's your hour. You do whatever you want. If it's not vibing, it's on you, not me. You know what I mean? So I, I don't really care, but at the end of the day, we are more bass driven. So like we don't usually put on a lot of, you know, house, techno, stuff like that. We usually get more dubstep, rhythm, experimental, D&B yeah. kind of stuff. And sometimes we do like one-off events. Um, like at a Luminarium, we had an all drum and bass show. Three stages, tons of local D&B artists. And that was probably our best show ever. Nice. Like there was almost... 1500 2000 people there and it was great that's awesome i honestly i think it was one of the larger dmb only events here in town Mm -hmm. especially for all locals like no headliners crazy that's awesome and so i mean you you do all of your show hosting out in venues right nothing in the along the lines of like renegades or anything so we actually started in the desert like our Ah. first two years was nothing but desert renegades and i had the same mindset out there find new spots that nobody else is using, you know, cause I, I had gone to other renegades and that's kind of what inspired me to start. Yeah. And I've never used any of their spots because I don't know, respect really like it's your spot. You do that. I'll find my own, you know, plus it's more unique when I provide my own space. Um, so we did that for two years and then what was funny was in 2020 i think 2020 21 something like that mm-hmm. i put up 15 billboards and it was like middle of covid i put up billboards that said like rave or die church of base like all along the 15 15 of them like nice all all down the highway just like as a fuck you we're still doing this you know i don't give a fuck and because of that uh a venue reached out to me and was like hey do you want to I've seen your billboards, you know, do you want to come play here? And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. So that was our first foot in the door was was that. Nice. Um, and ever since then, it's been like leapfrogging to the next venue and saying, hey, look what I've done. Hey, look at my professional resume, basically. Like, right. look what I can do for you. What can we do together? And yeah. we've just grown from there. So That's super awesome. It just created, you pretty much created the, the snowball effect itself, yeah. you yeah. know. And what's funny is we're still trying to stick to our roots. Like, we are... Uh, I just built a new stage trailer thing. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's a my trailer that turns into a stage. 
Uh, so rather than going out to the desert, bringing a whole crew, setting up for a few hours, tearing down for a few hours, I drive up, I flip the side up, and my stage is right there, ready to go. So I pop on the generator, boom, we're renegating. You know nice. what I mean? So um, I also bought big-ass speakers. Like, I upgraded big time. So they'll be here soon. All of it's going in there, and we're going to do some renegades again soon. I, I can't say when, but it's coming. So. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the that's the upcoming plans. Any I, any plans for like maybe even Burning Man too? Maybe I if I was invited, I would totally go, but I don't see myself putting myself in there, you know, like forcing my way in like hey, let me come do this. Yeah. Just cuz like they have their own thing, you know, like they've got plenty of things going on. Uh I'm not super interested in in being a part of it. Not that I I don't know. That sounds weird. Like I would be if they invited me, but I don't want to pursue that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You I shouldn't have to what force. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, if anything, it's just, you shouldn't have to force something, you know, because then after that, you become an unsolicitor, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of the, that's kind of the rule, I think, or right, anything like right. that. And I feel like it would, I don't know. I feel like we're at this point where it's kind of, we're commercial almost, um, which is kind of why I also want to do some renegades. Like I want to be, I want to bring the same vibe in the desert, Area 15, downtown, wherever we are. I want that same vibe. Like, I want you to know that you're at church base, no matter where you are. And I want to be able to do all of it. Like, there's, you know, there's tons of promoters who are only doing, you know, downtown. And some who are only doing the strip. And some who are only doing renegades. And, like, mm-hmm. why can't I do it all? Nice. So, that's, that's my goal. Like, I'm going that way. I want to be... The best I can in all all phases. Nice. And now I have two questions for you. Two last questions. One would be, um, so do you also DJ as well and produce? I do. I don't produce. Uh, I wish I had the time, but like running church and doing all this shit. And I have a day job. You know, like I'm constantly fucking busy. So I... You and me both. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's life, man. It's life. So Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I DJ... Um, what would you say your style of DJing is? Is it? Um, uh, I I play all drum and bass, but nice. I focus on jump up, jump up, okay, um, and like the heavier, weirder shit I can get because uh, I really like. I also used to really be into like dubstep, rhythm, that heavier stuff, yeah. and I wanted to find this like halfway between the two genres to get people who don't like drum and bass into it. You know, and I feel like jump up is like that perfect middle ground because it's still like heavy, wonky, weird bass and some intricate drum lines, you know. So, yeah, I feel like I've kind of I feel like it's my responsibility to get these bass heads into drum and bass. Nice. Yeah. Drum and bass is uh, low key. It's like one of the genres that I always listen to. Like even while I'm working or something else, just because I don't know, drum and bass, I I just fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, just drum and bass is probably one of my favorites. I mean, I'm a househead, but yeah, I mean, drum and bass is like, oh, that's like a that's a sweet spot. That's a cheat right. code for me. Right. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> taken over for me. Like honestly, I'm gonna be real. I didn't really like it that much when I first started. Oh, okay. To it. Yeah. But yeah. I think that was because I got into like liquid drum and bass and like really casual mellow. Drum and bass, mm, and okay, I thought yeah, yeah. like, oh, this is not it. This is kind of boring, right? And then I found jump up, and I was like, oh wait, no, this is actually heavy, 
fast-paced shit. Like, yeah. This is fire. So. so what is like jump up then? Is it like uh, like more than 175 BPM? It's usually, it's usually around there. Oh, and, okay. But yeah, it's yeah. more bass-focused than... Like you could honestly confuse it for dubstep. Oh, interesting. Like some songs. Yeah, it's like a... I, don't, I feel like producers now are getting really into blending these genres, you know, so that they... A lot of them do a lot of the same. Like you've got dubstep artists who mix in drum and bass songs randomly and vice versa. So like it's fun. It's fun. They're really blending, just both becoming better. Nice. I like it. Nice. That's awesome. And now my final question would be if um, you could pick any artist that you really like that you could do a back to back session with, who would it be? That's a tough question because I feel like all of my favorite artists, I play a lot of their songs. So like, how could I back to back with you with your own music? You know what I mean? That's tough. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I really love Reaper. I feel like Reaper is super heavy. Like he's, he's for me, he's the future of jump up. He's, he brings a lot of like metal into it and I've always been a metal head. So like when I hear those drone bass songs with metal riffs, I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah, this is, this is it. You know, um, he does a lot of that. So respect if you're listening to Reaper, probably not, but love it. Love I'm going to, I'm going to listen to him on my drive out to 18 bin tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do that. Well, thank you so much for joining in with us at Las Vegas EDM podcast. Is there any, um, any uh, uh, social medias that you want to save to follow for Church of Base or even yourself? Um, I'm not going to plug myself. I don't really care. You know, like I'm I'm humble about it. If I make it, I make it. I don't care. But Church of Base, man, like Church of Base LV on Instagram, Church of Base on Facebook. Check us out. Come to our events. Come have fun. Like it's it's I wouldn't be here without you guys being there. You yeah. Know? So like come out. Come Definitely. out. It's free. Yeah, we appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely.